in your face. Evan Cooper joins us right now, in fact, in the studio. Welcome to the show, Evan. Thank you for having me. I love your uh, exhibition, Echoes and Whispers, at the Wolfhound Gallery in Brunswick Street for midsummer. I saw it this afternoon. Tell us all about it. Well, it's a multiple exposure photographic exhibition. I call it an exhibition and an installation because the, the pieces or the works are quite large. Uh, compared to what you would see in most photographic exhibitions. Uh, and also they're printed on a Georgette fabric, which is a sheer fabric. Uh, and they kind of float in the middle of the space. So it's a bit different to just photos in frames against a wall. What I loved about it was it captured the male body so beautifully uh, and those multiple exposures gave it so much texture and and just the, the, the flowing nature of the material as well and that big, big print that each one is on, it just worked so beautifully. Tell us about the artists that you worked with, the, the, oh, the people. The, the people. Uh, well, they're all people that I either met through uh, life modelling or through social media or friends of friends. Uh, and they're all very comfortable in being naked, uh, which is great. Uh, and it was just a conversation between us about did they want to be involved? And then when I actually shoot them, it is very collaborative. I sort of tell them the idea, they make a pose, I then move and take the three images, uh, and then they move again. Sometimes I might suggest a bit of a better pose, but I don't just direct them. They're not just a mannequin for me, they're a person, and so there's lots of conversation. Um, and it's like they do something and then I find something in it, and then they might stay exactly where they are and I find something else. Uh, and then afterwards, it is always like, these are the ones I like. Which ones do you like? So we talk through everything all the way. So, yeah, they're very involved in the process. What I loved about the multiple exposures was it really makes you look closely at the images to see the intricacies of their bodies. Yeah, and some of the, some of the parts are quite close up. Like, for example, there's one that's a shoulder. And it's quite a beautiful, very abstract image. And it takes a while to actually know what that is. So you have to actually look at it and contemplate. Uh, but some people might see something completely different. You know, um, certain AI features, when we've posted to uh, the media, different social medias have picked up body parts saying that they're one thing and they're not. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's extraordinary. Yeah. Sometimes we've had uh, difficulty getting, say, Instagram or Facebook to allow certain images to appear, even though it's someone's arm. So, yeah, so sometimes it tricks people into thinking different things. Wow, so the fallible nature of AI technology really comes out. Yeah, But they're, they're tastefully erotic, the images. Yeah, because of the space that they're in, I have to be uh, quite conservative with the images. Uh, there's been other ones that, say, the lead, they're a bit more, let's say, in your face. So you're at the Laird as well. I've you been, have been. I have been, yeah. So in the Men on Men exhibition last year. So, yeah, so there was one in that that was, uh, yeah, a bit more out there. But, I mean, they, they're, they're, they're sexual, you know, and they're kind of, you know, they're up close. You know, you see armpits, you see nipples, you see the contours of the body. So you definitely get a sense of the, of the visuals of the body, but there's an element of the imagination at work that kicks in, which I love. Yeah, well, I actually find things that are sexy or sensual, actually, they're not fully explicit. You know, there is a hint, you know something is there, but then you think about it, it's hinted at or it's um, suggested. 
and like the mind creates the sexiness rather than just saying here's a completely 100% naked person you know it's like well here's the part of the body that's quite sensual and it's shown but it's not you know absolutely explicit you know everyone has their own interpretation and they might find a particular shape more arousing or sensual it's really really organic i love the fact that you know it's not using ai technology you know it's basically just using old-fashioned photography multiple exposures um which i loved and you know i've been around a while it reminded me of some of the images that you used to see in the queer press before it was even called the queer press uh, you know, that homoeroticism used to really come out in a lot of the images uh, that used to be used in, in, in our media that was street press, it wasn't online, so there wasn't the same kind of, you know, fear of censorship. Um, and it was, it was organic, it was real, and I think you've kind of captured that. Thank you. I, and I tried to do it, um, like, everything is done in camera. So, you know, the multiple exposure is in camera. I don't use Photoshop to layer images over the top of each other. So what is captured is captured right there and then. And so it's not me, you know, editing or tweaking in any way. It's what has actually happened at that exact point in time. That's what we've actually captured. So what kind of triggered you doing, uh, doing this kind of work, this kind of multiple exposure work? Like what drew you to it? Well, I've always liked pushing uh, different equipment or, you know, using limitations as a way to force your creativity. And so a lot of the time I've actually used a lot of blur or low light or, you know, to see what happens and creates. And so I was, you know, my, and these particular images are digital, digitally shot. Um, and my camera has that feature. So it's like, okay, well, let's experiment with this feature. What can I do, you know, with the multiple exposure and see what comes out of it. And when I, you know, had an idea, I tried it out, you know, said to the first person, can, you know, the first model, you know, this is my idea, let's go and just see what happens. And it turned out that they were really good. There was quite a lot to, you know, that were worthwhile as standalone images. So the models in the, the current exhibition that's at Wolfhound in Brunswick Street until February 18, yeah? yes? Yes, that's How right. have they reacted seeing those huge prints on the fabric in the gallery space? Um, the ones that were actually able to see it, uh, you know, they're not all based in Melbourne. Uh, the ones who've actually seen it have been quite impressed. You know, they've all seen all of the images, but they'd never actually had any idea of what it would look like being so big. Uh, and... You know, as I said, you know, because I captured everything in camera, there's a bit of serendipity about, you know, the success of an image. And, you know, when you go into the space, it, and I had the idea of how it's hung, but it actually looks a lot better. And there's a lot of serendipity in that as well, in that, uh, you know, I was walking around when we installed it and it was like, oh, you can see things from the back. That's really cool. I wasn't expecting that, but that's cool. And then the way we lit the actual exhibition, as you walk around, you can see some images through other images. And on opening night, everyone was talking about it, like, that is really cool. Like, being able to see someone else's face, they're kind of looking at someone, but are they really? But then you move and they're not. So, yeah, it was kind of a lot of luck as well. That, And I'll admit that that was total luck. Not everything was planned, it's, you know. So, yeah, it's and they've all been very impressed. Some of them have actually forgotten which... Um, image is theirs i have to remind them oh that's you uh because it is like quite abstract but yeah they've kind of all liked them and no one obviously because i've had to ask consent to 
you know, which ones have you chosen? Would they be happy to have them exhibited? They've all been quite impressed, the ones that have been able to see it, yeah. I love the fabric that they're printed on. It's so thin, and yes, it is see-through. How did you come across that fabric, and what made you decide to use it? Well, I came across the idea of the sheer fabric, and the great thing about them is they're actually just fashion digital printing. So they're just standard fashion fabric, um, which also saves you a lot of money compared to photographic printing. And it was the stock of the actual printers. So, you know, I had to do a couple of test runs, but I was just like, yeah, this works really well. Like it could have totally failed, uh, you know, if if the first one that I printed out didn't work. I could have, might have had to change, but it just did work. It was worked better than expected. Great space at the Wolfhound Gallery. What what what's the backstory to you ending up there? Oh, the, oh. Uh, how I actually found that it was actually at an, another gallery opening while I was looking for a space, and I was walking past and they were having an opening one night, so I saw a crowd. So I looked them up, and they happened to focus particularly on photo- photography. So I was like, great. Um, And so I put it forward to them and said, hey, this is my idea. And they were like, yes. And then I walked into the space and it's quite large. And it's from that point of view, it's fantastic. Uh, It's it's quite big and I've been able to fill that space and everywhere else that I saw was a lot more expensive and much smaller. But I've been able to actually fulfill the vision that I had in this space. So again, back to serendipity. If I hadn't been a part of the Brunswick Street Gallery 5050 exhibition last year, if I hadn't been walking past at that time, I would not have noticed it. Uh, but, but I noticed the opening. So it was, yeah, again, quite good luck. What else are you working on? I'm working on a couple of different projects. Uh, one is very similar, but it's more colourful. So it's quite fluorescent. And there's another one that I'm working on, which is actually a duo one, but more about affection. So sensuality between men, but not actually, you know, not sexual necessarily, but more sensuality, affection, touch. Um, I'm calling it cafune, which is a a Brazilian Portuguese word that's not translatable into English. And it means the tenderly running your hand through someone's hair. Wow. So this this next exhibition, if you like, this next series of work is sensual, but also emotional. Yes. Yeah. But it's about that, you know, touch and sensation and caring and which is something I think a lot of the time in queer art, uh, we don't necessarily see so much. We see a lot of like very full on naked, you know, muscly men. And this one is more about, you know, touch and sensation and affection and caring. Yeah. so it's beautiful. Hopefully. You know, it is still a work in progress. So have you got models for that one? I've started to work with models. A lot of my actual models from this first one, uh, we have such a great experience uh, that a lot of them are coming back or, you know, people that have now seen the work are like, oh, yeah, I'm happy to be involved. Uh, so I've got more people coming forward. Yeah. But a lot of them... Uh, I, you know, we've now become friends from, you know, the first time I actually met them was when they modelled for Echoes and Whispers. But because, you know, it's, it's so collaborative, there's lots of conversation, there's lots of discussion, we actually started a friendship. So a lot of them are coming back, might bring their friends or they may bring their partner. So, yeah, so yeah I really sense that you're building a sense of community with this work. 
Hopefully, yeah. It's a good little art group, I think, yeah. Describe your favourite images in Echoes and Whispers. Oh, it's a tough one, but it's got to be one. Oh, well, can I describe the one that most people respond to? Sure. Rather than me? Uh, Because there is one, it is of a particular model, Max, uh, and he is sort of sitting on a, a, a little stool and he's kind of cuddled into himself and he's looking away from the camera. Um, but so many people have responded to that one and, you know, are buying that one, actually. Um, so that's amazing. It, it's a lovely, um, soft, sensual image. Um, it's kind of self-reflective in his actions. But, yeah, lots of people have responded to that. Well, Echoes and Whispers mm-hmm. is at the Wolfhound Gallery upstairs in Brunswick Street. Yes, above Wolfhound Cafe. Evan Cooper, thank you so much for joining us today on 3CR. Absolutely love your work. In Your Face would like to thank Thorn Harbour Health for their sponsorship of this program. Thorn Harbour Health envisions a future where our LGBTIQ communities and people living with HIV are healthy and live safely with dignity and well-being. To find out more, search for Thorn Harbour Health online.